Welcome to With Liz. We dredge the internet for posts you'd share with your friends. I'm your host, Katie Bauer. We're here this week with Liz. That's right. I'm the Liz. You're all here with my pronouns are she, they. I'm a former hairstylist, so you know I have opinions for days and a creative writing dropout making most of life at home with a toddler. This weekend, I went to Pride with Katie and we learned that we're not really festival people anymore. Nope. (laughs) It was hot. It was very hot. And I had like not a not a super different expectation in my head of what it was going to be like, but more like what I was going to be like. I thought I was going to go a little harder than I did. Yeah. Do we just temper each other? To, to I think so. I think so. Have we collectively gone too hard together in our youth that we can't <laughs> summon it anymore? Well, we know that's not true because we went pretty fucking hard on our vacation together. One, I didn't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. I didn't have children that I had to think about. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. needs to be a, a full mom release, if you will. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get somebody's number like in my head in the lead up to it. That did not happen. I, Instead, I we went on a quest about. to go f- f- get some food after making a, a lap and a half of pride, <laughs> staying for about an hour and getting some pretty sweet merch. The merch was very cool. We'll have to, from Gay Nerd Goods. Gay Nerd Goods on Instagram at Gay Nerd Goods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, don't know what we're talking about, go check out our Instagram where we posted a picture of the sweet, sweet merch I got. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the first booths we visited. And that Trek art drew us in like a homing beacon. So if it was tailor made for Katie. Somebody gets me. Yeah. Should have gotten that frog and toad or gay shirt. That was very good, too. It's online. I did double check. I will have to uh, I'll have to support them some more because uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Absolutely. Liz, any other business you have up front other than um, we're old and boring? Gosh. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't okay. think so. We'll stop. We're old and boring. Yep. Well, then I have something here from the internet that I want to discuss with you. Having... A work husband or work wife is extremely disrespectful to your actual spouse. I've worked in an office environment for a long time and seen this situation go south more times than I can count. If you're to the point of calling someone besides your actual spouse, husband, or wife, you've already taken it too far. (sighs) Disagree. (laughs) Yeah, wholeheartedly. Strongly. (laughs) (laughs) I've met... Chris's he never called her her his his work wife but like that's what they were <laughs> she's awesome it was understood yeah she's awesome and I was she got us tickets to go see Neil, Neil Gaiman read hell yeah at the Aronoff so yeah work work wives come with perks now you need someone <laughs> you need someone especially if it's like a shit job you need someone mm-hmm. who's gonna be there for emotional support during the day. <laughs> or just like someone you can be honest with about your mental status. And <laughs> Good God, yes. I think those kind of relationships are special. And I never once have sacred? I... Sacred? Yeah, sacred, <laughs> I would say. But I'm also... I also don't get jealous, really, in relationships. So there's that. But like, I don't know. I remember... 
someone I used to be friends with would get really upset about the amount of time her husband spent at lunch having fun with one of his, and these are her words, female co-worker. (laughs) She would always refer to her as a female, which I hate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she was like fully convinced that they were gonna- They were fucking. They were fucking or something or- A, I don't buy into the like myth that you're supposed to, you know, not find anyone remotely attractive or have like intimate emotional connections with anyone else of whatever gender you're attracted to once you're married or in a relationship. Like, I think that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. I think it's like puritanical bullshit that remains in the heteronormative and monogamy normative or whatever you want to call that i just i just don't think that's achievable and i think it's like a built-in shame button basically and i don't like it i don't care for it i don't see why a close friendship with someone your partner could potentially be attracted to sexually like why that has to be so threatening to so many people I understand, like, maybe you have, like, a hang-up of using husband or wife verbiage, but, like, mm-hmm. it's a colloquialism. Chill out. Work wife, work husband. Right. It's not insinuating that anything romantic is happening. It is just your emotional support person. Exactly. And, like, I don't understand half the shit that Chris tells me about his work. So, like, <laughs> I just smile. I'm very happy that he has somebody that he can vent to about work, to. You know? Mm. Who, like, oh, yeah. gets it fully yeah especially with like my history of service jobs like food service and hair service etc and working retail oh my god you have to have somebody there you you need someone in the foxhole with you to be yes like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> someone that you can speak to with just your eyes <laughs> the person that you are like sending awesome gifts to in the work chat like <gasps> They tried to take away our gifts at work, and uh, it was a revolt of good. everyone, because how dare you? <laughs> I used to work for a very large company. We'll just call it a... And it used to be that anytime a male and a female coworker would walk around on like a break together, they're like, oh, they fucking... Now... Was that oh sometimes God. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With food service industry jobs, it's usually true. <laughs> I'm telling you, but banking is equally uh Is banking equally slutty? Yeah. Oh oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can see that. It's Money. it's also a, a <laughs> it's also a an industry where we uh go hoard when we drink. Yeah. We yeah. are all marginally functioning alcoholics yeah and that's part of the uh food service service industry (laughs) it's such Mm -hmm. an it's also such an insular community like you'd be with these people for your shift and then it's oh it's two in the morning we've closed down the bar and oh you want to party till dawn of course things are going to happen Mm -hmm. because yeah nothing good happens after 2 (laughs) a.m sometimes good things happen after 2 a.m not often not often <laughs> we need we need merch that says sometimes good things happen after 2 a.m <laughs> sometimes no i i agree this whole like how dare you call someone your work husband work wife it's dumb it's mm-hmm. 
I guess I'm just not a jealous person either. So, Ugh. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also don't know too many good friends who have had sex and remained good friends. I guess that's more common in like the queer community. I was going to say, uh, Elizabeth. But I don't have a bunch of queer friends anymore. I only have a couple. Mm. Mm. Uh, Give me a game. All right. This is Ben Franklin, Choose Your Flavor. Chris came up with that title. Uh This is a fuck, Mary kill. I Okay. Ben Franklin, as portrayed by Jack Black in Drunk History. <laughs> Lit a fire, light a fire. <laughs> hey. Hey. Ben Franklin, as played by Andy Daly on The Office. Mm. Or Ben Franklin, as played by Howard De Silva in 1776. If you hadn't put Howard De Silva in there, I would have been so mad. Of course I was going to put Howard De Silva in there. Can I take a brief 1776 tangent? Yes. Okay. Katie introduced me to 1776 in college. I don't know how many times we watched it. A lot. A lot. Well, enough for me to develop an unironic appreciation of it. Mm -hmm. Tinged with irony, but like truly. It is a movie musical from the 70s that is very (laughs) close to the stage play. Very close. (laughs) It is very 70s doing a period piece. Oh, yeah. It's got Mr. Feeney as John Adams. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize how short he was until watching that movie where he yeah. plays a historically short person. And he is also quite short. Who knew? Our friend Sarah, she's born on the 4th of July. Her mom would always show 1776 to her as she was growing up. Another one. Perfect. <laughs> we had like a moment. Early on, where someone said, open up a window, we were just both like, open up a window. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Sit down, John. John. <laughs> open up a window. So that happened. And then the following year on her birthday, she was spending some time at her mom's house, her crazy religious mom's house, mm-hmm. for her birthday. And I said, how about I come over and we drink and watch 1776? <laughs> yes. Best day ever. I think that was the one day that Gail has like liked me. <laughs> that was the one time. And then I proceeded to get in her pool in a bikini and it all went away. Oh, well, yeah, listen. No, it was a glorious day and I was eternally grateful for you for opening my eyes to that production, <laughs> specifically that version. So, Howard De Silva, Office. Andy Daly. And Jack Black in Drunk History. Hey. Uh, Clearly, I'm going to have to marry Howard De Silva. (laughs) Absolutely. I just have this one, like, line that gets stuck in my head, and the way he delivers it is, treason, eh? Hmm. (laughs) Treason is a charge invented by the winners for an excuse to hang the losers. (laughs) I don't know why. It's just stuck in there. Howard Silva's a genius. (laughs) I always think of him arriving in his, like, what's it, what is it called? A chariot when someone's carrying you? Oh, uh, oh, oh God. I have no idea. But when he shows up because of his gout. Petty wagon or whatever. Yeah. And he's just talking about his gout. (laughs) Oh, I wish King George felt like my big toe all over. (laughs) 
And of course, the staircase dance. Mm. Classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess, like, in honor of the 4th of July, watch 1776, yeah, the 1970s I, version. You don't need and to then think about donate it, just do to it. an abortion fund. Yep. As the founding <laughs> fathers would have fucking wanted. And and donate to uh, the Equal Justice Initiative. They're, yes. uh, they're also great. Absolutely. Nonprofit. Let's go. So, okay. Howard De Silva, day in, day out. Mary. Love him. Uh, I'm probably going to murder Andy Daly because he's the wrong kind of thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> he's the can't read a room kind of thirsty. He's the skin crawler. Yes. <laughs> no, Benjamin. He's the make me shudder not in a good way. <laughs> now, Jack Black, on the other hand, that is... Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah, that, that Benny can get it. We all know where this is going. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> I'm just going to keep coming around. Teach you how to light a, fi- light a fire. That may be true of most Jack Black characters for me, though. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'd get down with that. Yeah, everything about jack black is a yes yes please <laughs> i should have included him in adorable weirdos that would have broken the system yeah it would have <laughs> so, so i'm assuming you have exactly <laughs> the same answer here <laughs> i do i do also we're really just uncovering how much i make people watch movies on repeat until they love it as much as i do death to smoochie 1776 sure you can watch them once and like them but you should watch them more and like them more. So, um, because you mentioned Death to Smoochie, I have two Robin Williams themes for a Fuck Mary Kill. All right. Do you want Robin Williams' characters, the sequel, or Chris's submission, impressions Robin Williams did as the genie in Aladdin? Oh, I want the impressions. <laughs> okay. Your choices are Peter Lorre. <laughs> mm-hmm. Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. And Jack Nicholson. <laughs> God, why wouldn't youths of today like Latin? It's so timeless. So timeless. My six-year-old knows who Johnny Carson is. And Peter fucking Lorre. <laughs> For the youths of today, Peter Laurie was the yeet one. My child will know who Peter Laurie is because I fully intend on making her watch Arsenic and Old Lace. Arsenic and Old Lace. yeah. It's another one I make people watch where they're like, I don't want to. And I'm like, you're gonna. Oh, God, it's so good. That was one of my dad's favorite movies of all time. And he made me watch it when I was like 12, I think. I love it. And we watch it every year. Uh, Chris and I just rewatched that recently. He's been doing a lot of Peter Laurie, so that's neat goes on a peter laurie kick (laughs) my husband let me go ahead and just preface this with i'm gonna mercy kill peter (laughs) laurie i appreciate your work good sir but get out of here yeah same same it's like uh it's like if a french gerbil came to life (laughs) as a human (laughs) but it also had like a hypothyroid or whatever it is that makes your eyes bulge (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Well, that's just a new <laughs> image for me to tuck away. Oh, you're no. welcome, everyone. No. So I guess I'm gonna have sex with Jack impression because yeah, once again, too much energy to marry. Too much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. manic out the wazoo. Yeah, which brings us to Johnny Carson, yeah. and that is who you're marrying. Yeah, I feel like I could I could Ed McMahon him for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, Johnny. <laughs> oh, Ed McMahon. Which is also how I feel about Conan O'Brien. I just, I would Andy Richter him so hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> um, I have the same answers. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because Peter Loria has to die. I, I put it out of its misery. By it, I mean Peter Laurie. <laughs> Yes, we all knew you're French hamster. I'll do the other Robin Williams oh, perfect, one, perfect. since you didn't choose it. This is Robin Williams' characters, the sequel. Rainbow Randolph. <laughs> Friends come from in all sizes. Sigh <laughs> from One Hour Photo. Ow. And Bicentennial Man from Bicentennial Man. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to have to say that one of my least favorite genres is robots learning how to feel. So that's really going <laughs> to impact my... So does that mean that you're keeping Psy? Listen, you're making this hard on me. <laughs> uh, uh, could I fix Psy? Could, could, could I? <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can try. I'll be a project, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> hmm. Get conjugal visits for Sai when he's in prison for his crimes. No, but what if I get him at the beginning of the movie when it's like, mm. whoa, dude, whoa. You think you could reel him back in? I could try. I don't think so. I could try. I don't think, I, I think a man in his 50s who works at a one hour photo and is just generally beige and I, hey, stalking. Have, no, I'm saying his hair is the same color as his skin is the same color as his khakis. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, I, mm, I'll wait. Uh, I, it's hard. <laughs> okay, let me, do, <laughs> let me externalize my internal. It's like, I, I think I could fix Sai. I think I could. If I get the bar- there at the beginning of the movie, I think I could. But I also don't want to be married to him. <laughs> that's what it would take to fix him. Would I want to be married to a robot learning how to feel? No. That sounds mm-hmm. awful. So I'm going to marry uh, Rainbow Randall. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. Don't laugh at me. Is it? It's going to be great. So is it? It's going to... It's the... Is it? It's the best you have provided me with <laughs> oh no i think i have a better answer you're gonna say you're gonna marry the robot and i hate it i am because Ugh. i can tell him uh-huh. that marriage means leaving me the fuck alone mm-hmm. and that i get to do my own thing and you get to do your own thing and that's what marriage is but like he'll watch popular Goodbye. media and be like uh i think this is incorrect and i've learned from the outside world and i will reset his robot brain (laughs) i will reset his robot brain over and over this will be the robot version of gaslight (laughs) 
like men in black how many times have you hit me with the yes. mind erase thing he'll just be like an answering machine by the time i'm done with him <laughs> all he knows is how to say hello and how to find a g-spot <laughs> fine marriage he did retain the knowledge of how to load the dishwasher and unload it as well well perfect that's yeah. all you and, want oh, and fold clothes i don't that's all you need he's still gonna try to learn he's gonna try to learn your feelings i'll just reset 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 all right i don't i don't trust this which means i'm fucking rainbow randolph because that would be amazing I'm pretty wild up in here oh yes and sai has to die <clears throat> what are you talking about <clears throat> uh-uh sai has gotta go no i i am also gonna murder sai <laughs> I will have sex with the be- robot and leave before he tries to figure out what emotions are. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. As I do with all men. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, do you want to talk about... No, I have to go. No, I got go. already on. Bye. <laughs> what was that? The, the, the settings menu on my phone just is kept capturing all my attention right now sorry what this demands my immediate attention <laughs> i'm so sorry i have to go i have to go immediately my phone said something wow would you look at the time you're not wearing a watch bye <laughs> i'm talking like a metaphysical time like the metaphysical time that i need to be away from you bye bye all right liz <laughs> i got another thing from the internet since all right you've hurt me in so many ways this is an unpopular opinion coffee isn't a good first date i hate how normalized coffee dates are i understand the concept of if the date is bad it's easy to leave but why would anyone go on a date with negative thoughts already set in mind on top of every time i've been asked on a coffee date the time is rarely set in early morning when i would actually need coffee getting coffee at 2 p.m just feels like an unnecessary caffeine buzz i also feel like i can't get to know someone over coffee if you sip your coffee slowly it lasts maybe 20 or 30 minutes and sitting in public with an empty cup just feels awkward to me i also can't see their etiquette of how they treat servers or if they're sloppy eaters or how they doll themselves up with so little time and so little info it's hard to see if a second date is worth it all that being said dates by no mean have to be expensive I believe dates should require some effort and time. Coffee dates and first meetups just don't cut it in my opinion. Okay, so I was going to say just by the subject matter alone that this is a man and then it was confirmed by get all dolled up that sentence. Yeah. This sounds like someone who's not good at making a quick, good first impression slash like asking the important questions. (sighs) And I feel like a coffee date is the ultimate put the feelers out on somebody who you're not quite sure about. And I love a coffee date Mm -hmm. for those reasons, Mm -hmm. especially if it's going to be with a man. Uh, I want that to be in broad daylight (laughs) with lots of witnesses (laughs) and be able to leave soon if I need to. It is. Without having to be like, I need to use the bathroom and then never come back. I've never pulled that. I've done it once. <laughs> Wish I would have done it a few more times than I did, but... Uh, no, and this person yeah. is also like, oh, and if the date's going well, now we have nothing else to do. And it's like... Okay, 
Obviously, you've been on some shit coffee dates then. Yeah. Cause, or you've made a bad impression. Sorry, I'll let you, I'll let you speak. Yeah, how dare you? It's, <laughs> it's like you've never had a good coffee date and then be like, hey, do you want to like, depending on your motives, do you want to like grab some food or hey, do you want to hang out back at my place? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've played both of these games. They're great. Yeah. You want to get another cup of coffee? You want to go on a walk? You want to go see a movie? You want to... Let's continue this date. Yeah. You seem like second location material. I'm convinced. And I feel comfortable with that because it's broad daylight. Murder me. (laughs) Yeah. If every coffee date you've been on has been a dud, the common denominator might be you and not the location and time of day. But now I'm all hopped up on caffeine and she hates me. Also, like, I love a good, like, independent coffee shop. It's it's like a whole, it's about the vibe. It's not about putting coffee in your system to be caffeinated. As if there is nothing that isn't caffeinated at any coffee shop. Right? Yeah. This- I've gotten, like, teas mm-hmm. on coffee dates. I went to a tea company with someone because they were like, I don't really drink coffee. And, like, I'm not really an alcohol drinker. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's find a tea bar. We'll go there. Yeah. This dude is just so limited in his thinking. First date I went on after we opened things up was to a farmer's market. This was very gay. Farmer's market. I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to go gay. So gay. It's about to get gayer. So then we were going to go get coffee, but the coffee place had just closed because we had already been at the farmer's market for three hours. (laughs) And we wanted to keep talking. So we were going to get coffee and I was planning on getting a tea because I am a one cup of coffee a day person because of my Meniere's disease. So instead of going to get coffee, we went to the library where we talked for two more hours and it was amazing. Did you each just have a copy of the Feminine Mystique in your lap because it was that gay? So gay. Oh my gosh. So gay. You know my okay. <laughs> um, no, you know my worst coffee date ever. <laughs> Can you tell our listeners oh, though, Liz? It did. I swear to God, I am the one that picked these posts, and I didn't even put two and two together. That I'm like, oh, I have a phenomenally bad coffee date. So I had been online dating, and was living in Oxford, a tiny, tiny town, and matched with someone who also lived in Oxford, who sometimes would stop by the bank I work at and seemed like a nice guy. So we set a date for the... Nice guy TM. TM, TM, TM. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So we set a date for the local coffee shop, and I arrived a little bit early, as I always do, because I don't like being late anywhere. Anxiety. Thanks, mom. (laughs) And I brought my book, and he ends up being like 15 minutes late. Fine. Other people do not have my anxiety. Everything's fine here. He then sits down and says, sorry, I'm late. My mom dropped me off. And I was like, okay, yep. Okay. Economical. Totally fine. Get it, get it. Cool. <laughs> Saving the planet. Yeah. T- yeah, sure. One mom chauffeur at a time. And then he spent a fair amount of time telling me about his father's pot conviction in Florida and how he hasn't seen him in a while. 
And it'd be one thing if like that was the headline. He went into a lot of detail. <sighs> and I'm trying very, very hard to figure out how does one leave a date? I'm not good at this. <laughs> so we, we we kept talking and he started dropping things that were like, we were seriously dating. Like, hey, Oh, what do you usually do for like Christmas? Do you go home to your family or what's that? And I'm like, uh, it really depends. He's like, oh, you sh- I don't have a family. <laughs> they're all dead. No, actually, they- I do have a family and they're all looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, well, we could like hang out over the holidays. And I'm like, what month was it, Katie? Oh, it was the summer. It was in the summer. It, it was the mm-hmm. summer month. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. It was bad. I. Um, so then we finally leave it, and I do not have the heart to say anything there because that's too confrontational. And his mom picks him up, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's so nice to meet you." And I'm like, "Yep, huh?" Oh no. He texts me afterwards, and I had to be like, "Hey, my dude, you seem nice." <laughs> But you are coming on way too strong. You got to just white hot. Back it off a little bit. I tried to be very direct. And uh, the amount of text that I received from him that same day of me being like, hey, back off. Uh, There were at least seven between the hours of 2 a.m. and 7 a.m., Oh, God. And then I just stopped responding to him because I tried. I hate that that happened to you. And I hate that that is such a common occurrence for female, female presenting people it, oh. who are dating mainly cishet men. It is uh, that whole like, what do women want? I don't even know. I've always tried to be really upfront and be like, hey, dude, too much. Hey, dude, not enough. Not about their dicks. but i have rarely encountered a man who actually listened to that feedback in an early relationship yeah so the one that i should have left via bathroom irish goodbye said i had nice teeth and then asked me if they were real i i should have been done then (laughs) did he try to touch them yeah they are real (laughs) Like, what if they hadn't been, like, what if I had dentures? Maybe he was looking for a good uh, dentist wreck. Denture person? I don't know. His teeth were fine. Anyway, the one that I left, (laughs) the Irish goodbye bathroom, this was uh, when I was dating again and I had yet to meet Chris. Chris was the next date I went on, was our first date, which I'm surprised I went so eagerly on a first date with someone after this but we went to a trivia night thing because i had said in my profile that i know lots of trivia and i know lots of like pop culture trivia and like some weird history stuff and literature some science shit not sports no sports (laughs) no sports in this head unless we're talking like the 96 olympic gymnastics team or (laughs) Soccer, maybe? No, uh, maybe. Elizabeth, what soccer? Yeah, that was just a shrug and a shake. Yeah. 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 So Yeah, I don't know. I played it for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Like I could I could tell you some rules. Um 
but like <laughs> I I know David Beckham and Manchester United and um what's what Megan Rapin Rapino. Mm-hmm. Rapino? Rapino? Yes. Abby Wambach. How about Mia Ham? Uh-huh. Mia Ham. Mia Ham. Met her once. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. So it was sports trivia. It was just sports trivia. And he was really like intense about it in an uncomfortable way. Uh. And would say like i thought you said you were good at trivia like like nagging me i was like cool 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 cool." um (laughs) and he thought things were going really well Mm. he'd also gone to miami and also had his meds fucked up by a local doctor who i will not name so we were like bonding over that and then he told me that he also got this doctor to give him like a prescription for viagra which he didn't need so that he could in his words fuck for hours on end and i was like cool nice to meet you um i didn't think i was giving off that kind of vibe but apparently apparently i was um then he proceeded to ask me to come to a second location with him after he'd done a couple other things that made me feel uh wildly unsafe the second location was this complete dive bar in the middle of nowhere to go like Mm -hmm play pool Mm-mm. was his thing and i was like yeah, yeah 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 let me just uh i just gotta hit the bathroom real quick <laughs> and I, I never came back and i stuck him with the bill and we never spoke of and it again see and then i blocked his number <laughs> nice and reported him on the dating site that i had found him on listen that he had found me on i did not search that motherfucker out this is just a pro tip for anyone dating no one actually wants to fuck for hours nobody no i'm no i mean i mean like if if there's naps in between (laughs) no no no. that isn't fucking for hours that is fucking not on end pausing fucking and especially like no one wants sex going on for hours that is penetrative with your dick and it's going to be mostly about your dick no no thank you hard pass hard 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 listen up here sting rock hard today (laughs) would i would i enjoy a day full of sex absolutely but not hours on end that just i remember being young and not having children and just Mm. Eating and fucking for an entire day. Yeah. Yeah. Just ordering oh. Chinese food. Oh, God. Just bring it into bed. We're filthy animals. Let's do this. Eat it in our underwear. Let's Ooh. eat it in the nude. Yeah. 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 Uh, gross. Uh, I love it. <laughs> so gross. So amazing. <laughs> I can taste the fan shin now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, give me a game. <laughs> okay. Would you rather only ever be able to orgasm with a partner if they're wearing a Prince Philip at the end of his life mask or only be able to orgasm from an enema of hot sauce? Oh. Uh, 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 uh. I had to ch- I I asked Chris this and I had to change it because he pointed out that I originally had like you had to think about Prince Philip in order to, to orgasm, and he was like, "Well, Prince Philip, because that's in my own little naughty head." 
But you, you think it would be more upsetting if, like, you had to bring a partner home and you're like, here is a mask you have to wear or I yes. won't be able to finish. Yes. And then you have to look at Prince Philip fucking you if you're facing each other. With your eyes closed, the image of Prince Philip's would still have to be, like, burned in your – like, you need to be <sighs> – 100% focused on Prince Philip uh, and his visage in order to achieve orgasm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm still going to have to choose that over the hot sauce cuz Yeah. Edit like that's too close to my vagina. <laughs> that's too close. Yeah. Hot sauce and a mucous membrane is never oh, any good. That's going to mm-hmm. throw my pH off so bad, man. Oh god. Like my ass fine. My ass gets <laughs> the fiery treatment because i love spicy food that's fine <laughs> enema of hot sauce is too close to my vagina mm-hmm. yeah which do you choose i see Liz? that now i choose i choose prince philip mm. i i think i think I, I i didn't do a great job on choosing an alternative <laughs> for that <laughs> i think you're too afraid to bring weird things to me in case it's one of my secret kinks <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're like, I was going to say, what if it's Bowser? And then you're like, no, nope, don't know if that'll yeah. set her off. <laughs> A living corpse, oh. Prince Philip. <sighs> no, living corpse, Prince Philip, is oh. what I'm saying. Oh, Because I'm pretty sure he was dead for a while before they actually said he was dead. Listen. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> Indeed. Soon as you're born, you start dying. So, so you might, might as, as well, well have a good, have a good time. time. Oh, sheep go to heaven. Goats go to hell. <laughs> Cake, everybody. <laughs> the category is hobbits. Ho- filthy hobbitses. Filthy hobbitses. We have Frodo. We have Sam. And we have Bilbo. Parentheses, young. Okay, okay. And yes, these are the Peter Jackson movie versions. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to kill Sam. I don't need anybody to simp that hard for me. Uh, Okay. I... Oh, no. Okay. Okay, this is a very important thing. Mm. Frodo and Bilbo. Are we... Mm -hmm. Before they go on their adventures? Or after they go on their adventures? We'll do before for both. Okay, then uh, Frodo. I would marry, and then I'd have sex with Bilbo. That wonderlust that Bilbo has is too much. I'm not going to jump on board with that marriage. <laughs> you want to stay in the Shire? Yeah, I want to stay in the fucking Shire. But I don't want to hang out with Sam. <laughs> but Sean Aston is so cute. I, this is not the question you're asking me. You're asking me, do I want to fuck, marry, or kill Samwise Gamgee? Not Sean Astin. <laughs> mm. Of the three, I would still uh, murder Sean Astin. Sorry, Sean Astin. Aww. Sorry. He's in tough <sighs> run-ins. I don't know what to tell you. I think I'm marrying Sam. I'm fucking Bilbo, and I'm killing Frodo. Hmm. I respect it. You're wrong, but I respect it. Frodo's a bit too small town boy for me, you know? Then I wouldn't have to travel anywhere. And when he got the ring, I'd be like, I'll be here in the Shire if you survive. (laughs) Goodbye. Have you thought about calling the Eagles? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> don't trust anything you find in a cape. That's all I've ever said to you, Frodo. <laughs> or Bilbo. Actually, it should just that should just apply to everybody. Hey, everybody, don't trust anything you find in a cave. No. Mm-mm. Do not. Mm-mm. Listen up, spelunkers. <laughs> <laughs> of which there are none i think i'm pretty sure i know all of our listeners and i don't think i know any spelunker hey are you a spelunker tell us right in <laughs> shout at right us in. have you found something trustworthy in a cave right in <laughs> i bet we won't hear from you because one you aren't our listener <laughs> Because this podcast does not work well in a cave. We don't fuck with caves around here. With it. Oh, no, no. I will fuck with exactly one type of cave. Mm. Well-lit walking path <laughs> yeah, with same. handrails. Same. Even then, I don't, I don't know. Because yeah. I've, I've been to Mammoth Cave and that is a spooky still. It's still fucking spooky. I'll go with spooky. I don't Spooky's like going fine. underneath the earth. <laughs> not natural <laughs> what am i a rabbit i'm not a rabbit i'm not a rabbit i don't want to get impaled by a falling stalactite hang tight to the ceiling yes yes did it you're welcome i did it <laughs> or like have a bat harass me or <laughs> Fall off the well-lit path into a never-ending chasm. All chasms end. up in a cave lake. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) I don't want to see anything that's lost pigment due to lack of sunlight. Too spooky. And yet we're friends. Too spooky. And yet we're friends. (laughs) And yet I'm also married to an indoor child. Indoor man child. Not a child. I don't have a child husband. Child groom, I guess, would be the male equivalent of a child bride. Oh, Liz, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Oh, God. Because I have a little piece of anger for you here. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. It's an open letter to men. Lay it on me. Men. A woman looks for a father in a man. You are her father. She calls you daddy. She is your daughter. You call her baby. Don't allow her to call you baby. A man leaves his father to become a father. But a woman never leaves a father. She switches from her biological father to an intimate father. That's why during the wedding, she is clutching onto her biological father down the aisle to be received by her husband, her intimate father. If you grew up fatherless, you must first become a man, then learn what it means to be a father, and then start considering how to father a woman. If you are not ready to be her intimate father, don't bother. Your relationship will be chaotic. Be a father. I have never been more upset with the English language than I am with the phrase this man uses, intimate father. Intimate father? What the fuck? (laughs) 
This is my intimate father, Christopher. <laughs> my biological father was Robert. <laughs> Bob. Oh, God. Oh, my 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 God. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I do like daddies in that I like uh, a soft bod mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. caring countenance mm-hmm. and dad jokes mm-hmm. galore mm-hmm. and just a, a, a real a real dad type, I guess. Yeah. Our friends were teasing Chris when we saw him last because – they said he'd gone full dad. He was wearing like a polo tucked into his uh, chino shorts. Did he have a brown belt to match his Dockers? <laughs> he sure did. Well, he had a black belt to match his black shoes. Oh, perfect, perfect. God, I hate he it. He wasn't wearing Dockers because I don't think he'd ever fuck with boat shoes. But oh, Cameron does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, Chris had like orthotic tennis shoes. <laughs> But yeah, they said he'd gone full dad. And when we got back, we went to go see like our friend's band play in a park and we brought Matilda and uh, they were like, he's the dad of the group. La, 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 la. I was like, why were they calling you the dad of the group? And he was like, because I'm wearing this and I'm a, I'm a dad. And I was like, well, you've already been a dad like the whole time they've known you. Like you are the dad. You have big dad energy. That's one of the things I love about you. BDE. Oh. You got that BDE, <laughs> big bad energy. <laughs> I mean, I will concede. Yes, I love a daddy. I don't love this at all. I hate. I hate this intimate and father. My intimate father. Intimate father. <laughs> oh my god! But Liz, a woman never leaves her father. Because a woman what? is only defined by the men in her life. Men in her life. Yeah. Related to. Owned by. by. <laughs> oh, God. Bothered by. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. The poster does, in fact, tell you what will happen. Chaos. If you can't be. Yeah, it'll be pure chaos. If no one's the daddy. Well, like I said, I have a daddy. But is he your daddy? <laughs> No, he's not my daddy. You do call him daddy? <laughs> I do not call him daddy. I don't think he'd like that. Mm-hmm. I do call him sweetheart and baby. So, Oh, no, you call him baby chaos. I do. And sweetheart. Sweetheart mostly. Honey. Oh, honey is, baby a, cakes. is my go-to. Baby cakes, you say? Baby cakes. Silly bitch. Lotion boy. <laughs> Grocery boy. Dish boy. <laughs> Sorry, lotion boy. <laughs> yes, as in lotion boy. Oh, okay. Oh, lotion boy. I need lotion on my back where I cannot reach. I was imagining more like he emerges from the bathroom after a shower <laughs> and glistens oh, no. head to toe in lotion. <laughs> no, he. That motherfucker hates lotion. <laughs> and <laughs> I know. He would not put any on my body unless it was my body. Like, that's the only reason he's touching the lotion is because he also gets to touch my body. And then he immediately washes his hands. (laughs) Oh, no. He's he's a dry guy. (laughs) As far as lotion is concerned. 
learned so There's much about Chris. In my relationship that you guys all want. A never nude who hates lotion. <laughs> Katie, what are your thoughts on this post? <laughs> how's the daddy in your life doing? How's your, how's your biological daddy and your intimate daddy? I will. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> My biological daddy is very good. I do not have an intimate daddy. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. I will not. Now, Cameron also brings that big dad energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were socks with Birkenstocks the other week, and I <sighs> nearly mm-hmm. left my relationship over it. But <laughs> dad's going to dad. Dad's going to dad. You can't undad a dadening. No. But, uh, 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 my dad didn't give me away at my wedding because, uh, fuck that. Yeah. Cameron and I walked down the aisle together because, uh, sure. I wish we would have done that. My dad died before I got married, but my mom really wanted to walk me down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Like, she really wanted to. So I was like, yeah, fine. I don't really love the whole giving you away, but it was like, when it's important to her. It, it was important to her and it didn't feel she was giving me a, a way. Well, she also isn't your biological father, so that's not her right. Biological mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The reverse oh. is now. In- intimate mommy? Intimate mommy feels. My intimate mother. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that sounds like a bad memoir. <laughs> The intimate mother. <laughs> my story of how I came to terms with my own sexuality after childbirth. Intimate. Intimate mother. mother. <sighs> oh. There's a much better word for that, and it's matrissance. What? Matrissance. The reinvention of yourself once you become a mother. <sighs> matrissance. Look it up. It's dope. Dope AF. Dope AF. <laughs> Hello again, youths. We get you. We're drippy. <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> this mummy's drippy. Ew! <laughs> that gets it, you. That's it. Sh- that was it. I, I don't know what to tell you, Elizabeth. <sighs> How's it feel? How's it feel? You know, I don't like it, but that just makes me more focused on horrifying you. <laughs> oh no. I fan the flames of your bisexuality. Yes. Yes. <sighs> there are dozens of us. Literally. Deviants. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Deviants. It's fine. I don't know the problem. Look, you brought Did up you see that I described you as a deviant on, yeah, on the I, podcast? I Stage. saw the Instagram post. <laughs> Who are you called me a deviant? How dare you? I was going to put fucking freak, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> deviant seemed kinder. Yeah. Fuel for the flame, my dear. Fuel for the flame. <laughs> You want to see deviancy? (laughs) You haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) So I would like to give the exact opposite open letter to uh, men. Women are are not looking for a father. (laughs) 
if she calls you daddy cool that's some fun kink but uh you're not her intimate father you can call her baby once again that's just own preference you don't lose anything if she calls you baby your dick doesn't literally fall off i can confirm chris still has a dick <laughs> despite being her sweetheart and baby and lotion boy all day every day <laughs> But if he's a never nude, how do you know, Liz? How do you know for sure? You mean he's been fooling me all along? Yes, it's an M butterfly yeah. situation. Well, it's nice, no matter what it is, so. He's making it work. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, yes, my relationship is chaos. That's not because my husband isn't enough of a father. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're human people. Are you sure? What if daddy spanked you? Wouldn't you be a better little girl? I would be so fucking mad. Even sometimes when I get too swift of like a little chuck from him in the butt. I'm just like, fuck you. I'm going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> and he's just like, I didn't mean to hit that hard. I'm like, oh, and I don't mean to hit your throat this hard. <laughs> I, I don't. This isn't a physically violent house, but... I do have very strong reactions when I'm hit just a little too hard. <laughs> intimate father. Intimate father. Intimate father. That is the fourth iteration of God. <laughs> father, the Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit, and the intimate and father. The intimate father. Mm -hmm. uh, you, dear listener, have you found something on the internet that you want us to weigh in on? Do you have a would you rather or a never have I ever or some other game that is audio in nature? Send it to us at witlizpod at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Instagram at witlizpod. Or send us your stories about trustworthy things you found in caves. And also, we're still looking for bad pet ownership stories. Mm, always. Extra points again. If it's bird-based. Mm -hmm. And the points are for our love, so please, please need us. Speaking of which, you said that every crow you see, every good-natured <laughs> crow you see in the wild is now Eddie. Yes. And I found a tweet that is a callback to both Eddie and Nick Cage at the same time. Oh. So I would just like to read this real quick. From at Discussing Film. Nicholas Cage says he has a pet crow named Hoogan that, quote, has taken to calling me names. It's comical, at least it is to me. When I leave the room, he'll say, bye, and then go, ass. <laughs> so that's uh, Eddie Nick Cage? <laughs> yeah, that's Eddie Nick Cage. Hoogan is his name. This crow talks, and it insults Nicholas Cage. Who is his his non-intimate father. <laughs> his adoptive father. Father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone should teach that crow about intimate fathers. That'll show him. You're not my real intimate father. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I now want to yell, you're not my real intimate father at Cameron in the middle of a fight. You're not my real intimate father. What the fuck? <laughs> well, it's definitely going to be the next title of the next of this podcast. You're, you're not my, you're not my real intimate father. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> we thought horny for Shrek was bad. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> all right all right hey do you like what we've done here today <laughs> i sure God, don't I so. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do tell a friend about us subscribe whatever just subscribe to our stuff whatever platform you're on give us a five star review and a rating and so say something nice about how you learned about very important things on our podcast like crows and intimate fathers <laughs> thanks so much for being with us again <laughs> you idiot <laughs> what are you going to learn we bring nothing of substance <laughs> but we would talk for ever if given the chance thank you for joining us it's wild out there but remember it's always better with Liz. We'll be back to chat next week with Liz.